Hey, and welcome back to the Get Outside with Kids podcast, where we offer tips, advice, and hopefully some inspiration about encouraging our family to get outside more this week. Uh, Today, we're super excited to have on a pair of doctors, if that's inspiring as it is, who still find the time to get out into the sunset to hike with their two small children. And Kate, their Instagram feed is just beautiful. Their Instagram feed puts my, you know, the photos on my phone to absolute shame. Everything they have is beautiful, golden, perfect. And I know that Instagram is a highlights reel, but I don't have highlights like that. (laughs) So, we're really excited to hear from Deep and Tambi about how and why they capture those moments and also about how they choose to prioritize their family time. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we love to talk about this because it's such an important topic. Um, you know, how families are able to make the hikes and the outings that they go on outside together um, a priority for them and to fit them in. Um, I think the other thing that we love to talk to them about as well, Jen, is that recognizing when things go particularly badly. And you and I had an example of this on the weekend. We had between us, four kids, and we tried to go out for a fun bike ride. It was absolutely dumping with rain. The rain was insane, Jen, and it was cold, and a kid ended up in a river. It was like everything was bad about it. By the end of it, like we, there was maybe, what, 10 minutes of fun in it the middle of that? It was like, woo, yeah. I think there was yeah. like 30 minutes of fun. 30 minutes. In the beginning- in the beginning, it wasn't raining so hard. We should note it was one of those days you're like, it's certainly just spitting outside. And then the longer you're outside away, the harder the rain gets. But to be honest, even now looking back at Sunday, I'm like, we're hardcore, Kate. Like it was one of those days where you could have stayed inside all day and not felt guilty about it at all. But we're like, we're going outside. Our kids need this fresh air. And it was torrential downpour. And my youngest child, literally, after we told the children, don't play in or near the river. He sat, maybe tripped, maybe fell. We're unsure. He literally sat in the river. Like picture your boots completely filled up with water from the river. Uh, luckily though, Kate, you had spare clothes, which I still actually have to wash and return to you. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and we muddled home with the promise of hot chocolate at the end and we did make it back. So I loved uh, the stories that Deep and Tommy shared of things not going great because even though their Instagram is truly spectacular, They're like, oh, yeah, but on this hike, this is actually what happened. And on that hike, this is actually what happened. And we didn't even get any photos of this hike because we had to run down the hill. So it's really good reminder that even when you see these spectacular, beautiful photos, there's always a really, really good story behind it. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode and talk more within to the sunset deep and ton V. Welcome to the podcast. Deep and Tanvi, it's so nice to have you here right back from a trip across halfway across the world to Portugal. Thank you for joining us on the podcast tonight. Thank you for having us. Thank you. (laughs) So I reached out to you a little while ago after seeing beautiful photos on your Instagram and beautiful video content as well. And I thought, wow, look at all. Firstly, look at all these sunsets. Look at all these beautiful shots. Can you tell us a little bit about why getting outside with kids is important to you and how you've kind of gone about capturing some of these beautiful moments with your family? Yeah. So, you know, we started off uh, many, many years ago now when we first met, um, you know, sharing this interest for getting outside, going on hikes, obviously loving to see, you know, sunsets at the top of mountains and, you know, where else. So, uh, you know, we really, when we got together, that was one of the shared passions we had. And then eventually at some point down the line, we developed 
you know, a bit of an interest in photography, which took off after a while and we both got pretty good at it. You know, not not to boast. <laughs> um, it's good. It's very good. It's very good. beautiful. It's so beautiful. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we had our two lovely children and our little fluffy puppy, and we just really enjoyed sharing uh, all these moments with them. You know, going up to those mountains and getting those pictures with them, and then having a nice little snack or whatever. I mean, it's it's great times. Yeah, I mean, I think at at first it was just, it started as just keeping a little bit, a little part of ourselves when we first became parents, Mm, you know, like we enjoyed going on hikes together. We enjoyed taking these amazing pictures together and keeping these amazing memories. We didn't want to lose that part of ourselves when we first became parents, but then it just became a whole nother thing, obviously with kids, kids on board. But um, when we saw the benefits that our kids were having of getting outside together, it just, it keeps us going. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, definitely make sure you check out their Instagram. You guys have so many cute, fun reels. Um, Now, one of the reasons or or one of the things we kind of noticed in your bio and some of the things you shared with us is uh, you did share how it's pretty uncommon for people in your community, that being the the Indian community, to sometimes have that outdoorsy experience. And and we've talked a lot about that on our podcast before about kind of that lack of diversity in the outdoors. And while I think uh, certainly here in BC, there's more of an effort to make sure our spaces are welcoming and Inclusive to all communities and all backgrounds. That's not always the case. Um, so I mean, we'd love to hear your kind of personal thoughts and perspective on uh, how does that how does that work where you guys are based in California? Do you feel it's inclusive, or what might what could be done to make sure where our outdoor spaces are as inclusive as possible? Yeah, I mean, in California, we're, we're pretty lucky. Um, I mean, in our community itself, it seems like our generation in general is just getting out, to being a little bit more adventurous, especially with kids. Um, But I think it's really just honestly finding those outdoor people. And I think that's why we love posting on Instagram so, so much is because we have met so many people that live in this area and live everywhere across the world um, who who do enjoy going outside and of all different ethnicities. Um, I think when one of our reels took off uh, a year or two ago, we actually got like this influx of messages from the South Asian uh, community in particular saying, oh my goodness, I've never seen parents go out with like carrying kids on their backs and things like that. And I think that kind of made us realize um, how uncommon it was. You know, I know growing up, both of us, we grew up in pretty outdoorsy families, which yeah. is pretty uncommon in, in our community in general. Um, but we didn't realize how uncommon until we did hit social media and we're like, oh, we're we're not that many. There, there are not that many of us out here. Maybe it was a cultural thing, perhaps, where at least from an Indian perspective, maybe it was more of like, you know, hey, um, why don't you study and hit the books and you know make something of yourself in that way, and then um, and you know maybe before it made sense because we were able to kind of go outside and just play and depending on where you lived. And and now that's not so common anymore. No matter where you live, I feel like, you know, people and kids aren't just playing in the streets anymore. And so going outdoors and getting these experiences is more important than ever. And I think people are probably trying to probably starting to realize that. I mean, uh, definitely from, from our friends and and stuff like that, I'm seeing it more. And I think what we want to do is just make sure or encourage really not make sure encourage people to do that take that step and you know just encourage them and tell them hey it's 
not that hard. It doesn't have to be hard. You just need to be a little bit prepared. That's all. What a beautiful way to do it. Your photos, I, I, I really enjoy looking at content. And one of the things I'm very curious about is what you post about your sunset hikes. And your kids, I think, are around two and five. And, you know, mine and Jen's kids are just a little older at three and six. And the idea sometimes of a sunset hike, depending on when sunset is, I guess, I'd love to know when you, which seasons you're doing this in. I'm like, that could be just a recipe for like meltdown city. Can you tell us a little bit about what your approach is to sunset hikes, where these came from and how you do that with little kids? Yeah. So, you know, getting at the timing um, <laughs> during the winter time, you know, obviously the sunsets are are much earlier. So, on the one hand, it works out better because we get there soon enough, hopefully, and, you know, maybe even have dinner there and then get home and bedtime and everything works. On the other hand, when you kind of combine that with being at work and all those kind of things, uh, sometimes getting out the door to catch the sunset is <laughs> is pretty difficult. On the flip side, in the summertime now, when the sunsets are like at eight o'clock almost, you know, uh, I get the point to say, you know, how can we see a sunset at eight o'clock? And still get the kids to bed without having a meltdown. And, and, <laughs> like, I just had two massive meltdowns yeah. with my kids trying yeah. to put them to bed at seven thirty. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> so the short answer probably is that you can't avoid it. <laughs> it's probably going to happen, you know. Um, but we've learned to kind of roll with the punches, I would say, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of expect these things. Um, on hikes, it's a little bit more difficult, right? I mean, because you can't really distract the kids, you know, what do you think? Well, honestly, their meltdowns don't really happen on the hikes. I know, that's true it, too. It's mainly when they, we're trying to get them into the bed. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. So your memories of the hikes themselves aren't tarnished because you're like, that yeah. was beautiful, it's magical, got these amazing yeah. shots, it's just getting home and afterwards. Honestly, it. I mean, no matter what. I think what. we bribe them with, with snacks. I think that's what it really is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. All else really, fails. Yeah. All else. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have a snack. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> I, I think the majority of our hikes or sunset hikes tend to be springtime, fall time. I feel like that's mm. the perfect time. Yeah. Because the sunsets are right around six p.m. and we're able to like have dinner there and then come back and put them to bed and everything works out. The winter and the summer hikes are definitely harder. Um, but you know, it, they actually, they genuinely enjoy going on sunset hikes yeah. now. Mm. Uh, and it's funny because our older, um, our daughter, she's five and she will now notice sunsets everywhere mm. we go. Oh, yeah. So she'll, we'll be in a parking lot and she'll be like, isn't today's sunset so pretty mama? <laughs> and I'm just like, yes, yes it is. Yeah. And I think it's from those sunset hikes. And um, like that, and that, that just kind of pushes us, right? So we're like, yeah. and then she actually does like in the summertime, she'll request, she'll be like, we haven't gone on a sunset hike if it's been like a couple of weeks. She'll be like, she hasn't, we haven't gone on a sunset hike. And so that'll be like our, our motivation to keep going. That is so cute. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that we we talked to a family a couple of weeks ago um, who in Washington um, and Deb and Stu, and they were telling us about their family of four and how they just going hiking is just what they do. And, yeah. you know, it can, when the first time you do a new thing with your kid, it feels like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Yeah. But when you build up that pattern of repetition yeah. and your kids know what to expect and they start requesting it, like, 
you guys have hit the nail on the head there. Like you've actually got to a point where your kids are, are asking for it. So it's not, you know, it's so it's so normal as a part of um, their life of what they do that they're, they're asking for it. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember our first hike. It was pretty disastrous. <laughs> I must have blocked that out. Like, <laughs> I don't remember at all. It's probably blacked out from my memory. It wasn't even, I think our, our daughter was like 18 months um, and- it was the first time we, I mean, we went outdoors. We were, we traveled quite a bit with her. I mean, starting at like five months, I think we were, you know, flying around everywhere. But I think our first real hike was when she was 18 months old and it wasn't, it wasn't anything special. It was just a hike that was one of the hikes that we've done before. And we we're like, oh, it's when we were just the two of us, I think that hike took us maybe an hour tops. And we went with her. We honestly had no idea what we were doing. We barely had a backpack. <laughs> we just, and we were just carrying her and we're like, oh, she'll walk a little bit and we'll pick her up when we need to. And I think she had a blowout in her diaper. We turned around halfway and I don't know why we kept going after that. We, why we wanted to attempt it again, but we did it again. And we're like, okay, we need to change things up a little bit. <laughs> Like a taste of what it could be like, like a little, oh, this might be amazing in, you know, yeah. in the future, even though it was not amazing today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, uh, you guys have done some pretty cool hikes and uh, we just had Cassidy on from Let's Talk Baby Wearing quite recently, who talked a lot about baby wearing and of course, getting outside and hiking. Um, mm-hmm. And I noticed, of course, you guys are outside. I'd love to know with your kids' ages, what have been your favorite kind of baby carriers or baby wearing to help you guys do some of these awesome sunset hikes? Yeah, so um, we used a soft carrier. Um, the one that we've used is honestly from when our daughter was born. So it's a lily baby carrier, which is like an all seasons carrier. You can, you know, hold them in the front, hold them on the side, hold them on the back. So it's pretty multi purpose. And so we use that with both kids probably up until when we have small children. <laughs> they're they're not regular sized children. So we used it that one until they were maybe a year old. And then after that, we went to our hard carrier, the backpack carrier, and we used the Deuter um, Kid Comfort for that. And But when we were traveling, I honestly, I still use that soft carrier for our little one um, and just carry him on our back because it's hard to travel with the hard carrier unless we're going massive yeah unless we're (laughs) we're going to somewhere that just is hiking like when we went to new New zealand Zealand, we brought that one with us Mm -hmm. which was just a purely hiking trip which was pretty amazing but um that's the only time we've traveled with it so thinking about this kind of balance of of life careers kids. And I mean, I think balance is the wrong word because that implies that there is a balance. And I don't know about you two, but I haven't found it yet. (laughs) Six years into being a parent, I'm still like, it's (laughs) the idea that you can actually do everything is ridiculous. Um, But can you tell us, you know, how you attempt that in your family? I think I read in your bio that you both went to medical school. Does that mean you're both, you both battle like two doctor careers and how you sort of manage that in your family and how you prioritize your family's time together? Yeah. I mean, I think- one of the things is again just setting up the expectation that you know we'd like to spend that time together we like to go on those hikes together and that's kind of it's just a thing that we do pretty much every week you know and somehow or another we try to fit it in you know we got to be a little bit flexible with some of the things that 
you know, we like to do, you know, other things like, you know, we're going to hang out with friends or, you know, uh, do we want to go to the gym or, you know, those other things. And, and we just, just make it work. You know, we just say, okay, this is the time we want to go. This is the day we got a little bit of wiggle room here. How can we make it happen? You know, let's, you know, prep our dinner ahead of time and we'll have dinner over there. Like those kind of small um, compromises to try to make things happen. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You know, you don't have to go on an epic hike every single week uh, to the top of some crazy peak. You know, a lot of the times we're going on the same couple hikes over and over again, but it's still, it's still amazing. Still really refreshing. It still just kind of gives us that family time that we, that we need. I mean, balance itself is hard. It's right. Right. It's, it's difficult to say 50% of your life is, is your work. And then 50% of your life is everything else that <laughs> the math doesn't add there. <laughs> so, but I mean, and, and we, both of us actually have two completely different schedules. I have a more, um, more regular schedule, like a Monday through Friday, but him, he's got nights. He's, he's got, he works a week straight and then he works, he's off for a complete week. So um, we really have to essentially schedule this in, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's something that we look over our schedules every month and we're like, okay, so when are we going to have these times where we are going outdoors? And um, we even have like this family calendar. We put it all in the calendar. Like this is the day that we're going to decide to do something. And, and we try to go, we try, our goal is weekly to go on a hike. And even if it's the same hike, like he said, that's still our goal. Um, but it ends up probably being about twice a month or every other week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, we have to balance other things like family obligations, friend obligations, things like that. So <laughs> obligations. I mean, I don't mean to say obligations, but I'm sure everybody's loved very much and yeah, yeah, it's a real joy fun. to spend time together. <laughs> <laughs> we try to convince some of them to come on our hikes so that we have to- <laughs> one stone, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult, but I think if you make it, if you actively make it a goal for yourself, I think it's it's doable. Now, I have more of like, maybe it's a selfish question for me because as I'm scrolling through your Instagram feed, I'm like, my God, I got to take better photos with our me kids. Me too, Kate. Jen. My photos like, are awful. What, what are we doing like, wrong? <laughs> probably everything. I mean, <laughs> let's start there. Um, but I would love to know for someone who's looking to just take some better photos, what's kind of that next step up apart from, you know, pulling out my iPhone and snapping a few pics. If someone's looking to get a slightly better photo, what do you guys, you know, how did you guys get into it a little bit? Or what would you recommend for somebody who wants to just take better pictures with their kids on the trail? And do I need to buy a drone? (laughs) <laughs> okay, that was- uh, yes, yes they're very cool no, right. just- okay good <laughs> it's right, definitely Amazon. awesome uh, <laughs> well you know i think we could uh, honestly probably me and her could talk a couple hours about this but um <laughs> kind of very simply i mean even with the iphone these days and we have done several pictures that we posted and just been like this is an iphone picture and it's perfectly fine um but i think i can probably break it down to two things um, number one is, you know, um, studying composition. And then number two is a little bit of uh, editing afterwards. So, you know, you can <laughs> easily, does a lot. it yeah. does a lot. I mean, easily you can just look up some quick tips on what's composition of pictures, like the rule of threes, foreground, background, and just kind of quick gloss over those things will change your pictures dramatically. 
Um, and then just a little bit of editing afterwards. And, you know, it's magic. <laughs> I think also it depends on, you know, if, if someone, it depends on what kind of pictures, you know, a parent wants to take. Right. So we, it took us a while to figure out what kind of pictures we liked yeah, taking. Yeah, definitely. Um, we like taking those amazing landscape pictures where we look like teeny tiny dots. Um, so but like as far as taking pictures of your own kids while you're enjoying yourself and not taking a whole thing of equipment with you, which we do, which we do, <laughs> but not everyone wants to do that. <laughs> I think an iPhone is more than enough. Yeah. Um, yes. It's really just about instead taking, uh, taking um, candid photos of your kids. So we actually don't pose our kids in any of the pictures. Um, but we do give a lot of prompts. So I will tell that to parents um, that, you know, you can take pictures of your kids. And if you give them a ton of prompts, things like, hey, like, you know, what kind of what kind of face would you make if, you know, you saw a monkey jumping up and down and that'll they'll just start giggling and laughing and you take click a bunch of pictures or that'll work on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, hey, like, um can you see those dolphins off in the distance? There may not be any dolphins, but do you see those dolphins? Can you point to see, do you point, can you point to see where you see those dolphins yeah. and, and they'll point. Yeah. And then you'll get this like epic looking picture where they're pointing <laughs> off into the distance. <laughs> you have no idea what you just said to the kids. So, um, so give your kids those prompts, like jump up and down or, you know, spin around in a circle and you'll get these really cute pictures of your own kids. And it, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like you don't need that crazy equipment. Although if you do want to get a drone right there, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, we'll show you this this picture on my phone. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pointing. She's literally pointing something. (laughs) To to point something, but it's such a cute picture. If you're listening along and you're like, oh, I follow Kate and Jen on Instagram and I wouldn't describe any of their photos as epic. That's true. They're not. Um, I think one of the challenges we have with the content we create for our Instagram account is we don't actually want to share our kids' faces. So mm. when you're like, gee, it's always like Kate and Jen's kids are running away from them. <laughs> <laughs> it's because that's how we shoot them. So we're like, we we always do that. Um, yeah. So we, I think we've kind of figured out a little bit how it works. And we've accepted that like, they're not going, you know, a face in a picture is much more compelling than a back of a head. But that's just a decision we've made in our, you know, in our reels on our um, Instagram account. <laughs> and it's hard to always have the back of a kid moving away from you basically (laughs) i think we struggle with that a lot too you know yeah we've contemplated you know doing the same thing and taking off those pictures of their faces in the past you know just with all the craziness that goes on in the world yeah and it's a tough call though hey i mean and then they're beautiful pictures and like i look at our account i'm like Again, a lot of kids running away or cycling away from us um, or standing looking out at something and we're behind them. Um, But, yeah, I guess it's just one of those things what feels right for you. And and I also think that we we need to give ourselves permission to be okay with that changing over time. You know, when our kids are little, it's it's a certain way. But, you know, I think also I'm kind of interested in your take on this. When kids get a little older and they've got a bit more awareness of like themselves being shared and they're like 10, 12 older you know that feels really different to me um so maybe maybe our kind of feelings and how we share content changes over time too yeah 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 i mean i think we've definitely changed how we've shared i think we used to you know put a lot of their faces on our social media i think now we try to focus on making them those teeny tiny dots (laughs) 
you know, um, and and not really showing those those close ups of their faces anymore because hmm. before we really didn't care, and then I don't know somewhere along the way we started caring a little bit more because well, there was that time our account got hacked. That's what it was. So that was that was pretty scary for us because it was a lot of it was our kids' content, and so mm. we. Um, we, we got a little bit more cognizant about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jen is a social media consultant. Jen, just for anyone listening here, what can we do to stop ourselves getting hacked? <laughs> Anything? Is there any way to yeah. avoid that? Uh, <laughs> there, are, there are some quick tips to avoid it. Really quickly, if you're listening in, always make sure you have two-factor authentication on for all your apps. Just Google two-factor authentication if you don't know what that is. Um, and the biggest one is never click on a link, of course. Like Even though it might be your friend, like it might be Kate sending me something, but unless you're mid-conversation with somebody like, hey, Jen, can you send me that video? And then I send you the link. If someone just pops up and is like, hey, Kate, I want to send you something, link, don't click oh, on it um, okay. because that's often how they get in. It's like it's a friend's account that's already been hacked, but maybe you don't know. Um, so if anybody ever sends you a link, just never click on it. Just be like, oh, what is it? And obviously, if we respond back in a normal way, I know it's you. But if it seems like this stilted conversation, I've and I've had this myself with someone who like, really? I don't think this is the real person. Um, and then sure enough, they were hacked. So, oh. um, yeah, it can happen to anybody, though. Like, don't feel bad. I know tons of people that have done all the right things. Their accounts still gets hacked and sometimes it's just um luck of the draw and it's literally just a numbers game at that point mm. um so speaking of things that go wrong that was the digital sense of things that go wrong but now <laughs> let's bring it back to things in the outdoors that go wrong uh we always ask our guests to share stories of when things you know things just don't always go right as we heard we had the blow it on the trail at 18 months um <laughs> so we would love for you guys to share another story or two of when you were hoping things would go well uh but you know the stars didn't align or the weather didn't work out and it just ended up not being your best hike <laughs> yeah okay Anyways, um <laughs> well we just kicked back our tips so we have a lot of stories <laughs> <laughs> perfect <laughs> so, so our older one the one same one who had that blowout when she was little uh on this yeah. hike that we went on recently in madeira island um it was a six hour hike or something like that it was like four i think we made it a we six made it hour a six hour hike. Hour <laughs> hike. Um, <laughs> you guys could just keep the magic going for even longer you're like four yeah. hours no way we'll stretch that out <laughs> um so we, we went to the peak uh it was a good hike overall up in the clouds very tough. nice very beautiful yeah tough hike um and I mean, our, our our older one did a very good job, you know, powering through it. As she has learned over the over the years, she does a very good job. Uh, there was a couple bathroom stops that we could have made, and you know, we encouraged both of our children to use them because <laughs> uh, there's actually was like a little shop at, at, at right before the final trek with like some food and restrooms, um, but they decided to skip that. So, anyways, we got to the top. <laughs> And the youngest one needed to go to the bathroom, and that's fine. I took him, you know, off to the side at the peak somewhere. And he did number one, and that was easy because he's a boy. Uh, and then we, we we started going down with with both of them, and then our oldest one, she goes, "Dada, I need to go poo poo." <laughs> and you know, we're at least three to five hundred feet, you know, away from in height in verticality from the from the bathrooms. <laughs> So, and then, okay, can you hold it? And she's like, no. 
I can't hold it. She started crying. <laughs> she starts crying. <laughs> so you know that this is going to be a problem. I knew this was going to be a problem. So I picked her up <laughs> with all the equipment I already had. I picked her up and started stomping down the mountain with, and it was kind of crowded, you know? So we were like trying to go around these people in this narrow little trail, stomping down this mountain. I was sure I was going to twist my ankle at some point and have a big problem. Um, got down there after a record time uh at, at severe <laughs> risk to my health <laughs> but we got down there everything was okay and paid I, to use the bathroom paid to use the bathroom paid yeah paid. Paid. you gotta cents. pay some coins uh, <laughs> and then she said and so then we get into the bathroom and she's like oh it went away <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! We've all been there with kids. The urgency, and then they're like, "No, I'm good." Actually, we waited for like five minutes. We paid fifty cents. There's a guy, like an attendant, waiting outside the door, um, and I was like, "No, you you need to try to go." And so I was like, "You gotta wait, and you gotta try to get this this out you before we take the, rest the long of the hike. Trip down." And so we're sitting there waiting. I know, and I'm just imagining this accumulation of people in line because <laughs> <laughs> there's one bathroom. <laughs> and she she didn't end up end up going. And then and yeah, I mean we made it. But. We were at the top, and we wanted to take a lot of you know nice pictures, and maybe even bust out the drone. But yeah, we didn't have time. <laughs> we just come <laughs> down that mountain, you know, for a false alarm. So <laughs> the day prior, we also have a story where we were, you know, planning to do this uh, full day, you know, a little excursion through the island. Uh, we had a couple stops lined up and that morning, you know, they just were not into it. You know, they were <laughs> Oh, we've been there. They yeah. were not <laughs> they did not want to to cooperate. This so, is like a day that we were looking forward to like the most. Yeah, because we had the whole day planned out. You <laughs> of know? course it is. I mean, that's how it goes with kids, right? They're like, like, oh, you were looking forward to this one. I'm going to yeah, mess it up. I'm going to mess yeah. it all up. Uh, the weather was like perfect that day. And, and like Madeira Island does not always have the most perfect weather. It changes a lot over there. And this was supposed to be the day. Yeah. So just right off the bat, you know, we got it out the door super late. Yeah. So, you know, on our way to the first stop, we were already a couple hours late to our first stop. And by the time we were halfway to the stop, it was already lunchtime. You know, it was like 12 o'clock and we're like, okay, so what do we do now? It's all of a sudden lunchtime, nap time's coming up. How is any of this going to work out? Yeah. You know, we were starting to get a little upset about it, uh, you know, frustrated a bit. And then as we're pulling into this valley, and the sun is just hitting the mountains like perfectly, you know, rays of sunshine just coming down off this green valley. Um, we just, we had to stop. Like, even though we were super late for wherever we were trying to go, we just had to pull over and stop and just take it all in. And so we pulled over with the kids. We took a bunch of epic pictures and we, <laughs> you know, took in that air and the mountains and everything and everything was just better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and we said, okay, so this day is totally messed up. Let's try to adjust our plans and see how we can move forward. And so we skipped that first stop. We just said, okay, we're not going to see this. <laughs> we're not going to see that stop. That's it. Yeah. Maybe sometime in a couple of days, we'll get to it, which we didn't. And that was fine. <laughs> and so we skipped that first stop. We went to the next stop, which was the beach. 
and we spent much longer than we expected to spend at the beach just because we just decided to just take it easy that day because it was already essentially ruined. Uh, <laughs> but we just took those four hours at the beach and it was a beautiful black sand beach. The kids had a ton of fun there. And, you know, we got out and got back home at a reasonable hour, got them dinner, got them to bed. And then the next day woke up really early for that hike, <laughs> for that sunrise hike up to that peak. And we made it for sunrise. And so we made it nice. for sunrise. So Wow. That's Whoa. impressive. That's, that's so, so impressive. I just, I mean, you can't, you can't predict it, right? Like you can give your kids all the sleep. You can give them all the rest, all the, all, all the play or whatever it is that they need to reset. And yeah. sometimes they wake up. And I think Jen and I had a day like this on Sunday, both of us, where we tried to get together and the kids were just out of sorts and yeah. like I get like that too but I think that might like actually recognizing it's really important and being able to look at your partner and say this is going really badly <laughs> like, yes. we just acknowledge it rather than one of us just getting kind of like yeah. you know this is going badly let's just chill out a bit you know like I, I think that helps me too so it sounds like it saved the day in the end <laughs> and the next day maybe yep, yeah exactly I think honestly the moments that I remember the most were those days where we had mishaps but we ran into something completely unexpected mm. um, like I remember another day where we went out for a hike and we were really hoping for a really nice sunset and I, I think the fog rolled in and so we had no views like so we were really disappointed we drove back we essentially didn't even start the hike so we just drove out of there we went to the top of the mountain which you have to get to the top of the mountain to go back home and then back down um, when we get to the top of the mountain that we can see the sunset finally and then there's just a, a cloud inversion completely below us and it's the first time we've ever caught one of those where you see just Ooh. a bit of, of clouds and then you see the sunset right above it. And it's just bouncing rays off these clouds. But it was on a day that we were like, oh, the day shot. Like we have we didn't even do a hike today. And same thing with that Madeira day where we basically <laughs> improvised on the spot. But we found this viewpoint that we didn't even look into. We didn't research it. We didn't we didn't know about it. We just happened to drive past it. And it ended up being like one of our favorite parts of the trip, I think. Yeah. We just, we just stopped. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just took it in, which is important sometimes to just take a break and just collect yourself, acknowledge what went wrong and, and just kind of move on. Um, and yeah, I mean, a lot of the times it just kind of saves the day, like you said. Mm hmm throwing up your hands in defeat as well. Like, well, I'm not in control here. You know, when you have, I think when you have one kid, this is the difference between parents with one kid and one and two kids. When you have one kid, you're like, well, we can get this back on track because we're in control of everything. Once you have two kids, you're like, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't know what's going on. They're two totally different personalities. So we'll yeah. take what we can get. Um, so deep in time, if people want to follow along, um, whereabouts can they find you online? Yeah, so um, we, they can definitely follow us on Instagram. We're definitely the most active on there. Um, so our Instagram's into the sunset, T-W-O, the number. And um, and then we have our website as well. If they ever want to email us about anything, our email's on there, but it's just into the sunset.com. Great. And we'll drop in all those links um, in the show notes below. Deep and Tumby, thank you so much for, for talking with us tonight and for sharing some of your adventures with your kids. Um, 
we've really enjoyed your content. Really, li- really lovely to talk to you two today. And knowing that you just got back from your big trip with <laughs> jet lagged kids <laughs> who are still awake. Uh, thank you so much for being, making this work. We know it, that part is not simple and we really appreciate your time tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love to hear from you over on our Instagram account at Get Outside With Kids. Um, you can send us a DM then and let us know what you want to hear next on the podcast. We'd also love it if you could click a five-star review wherever you listen and make sure you follow or subscribe so you'll be the first to hear our next episodes. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Get Outside With Kids.